We just close our eyes for a moment. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. presence, God, that is present to heal, God. Right now, Lord, I ask that you that you would break out in healing. That headaches would be healed, sicknesses would be healed, God. Pain in muscles, pain in lower backs. you have a pain in your lower right back, be healed right now in the name of Jesus. If you have a pain in your left foot, be healed right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. This is who you are. This is who you are, God. When you enter the room, you don't just enter in um, as, as a loving father, but you enter in as healer. You enter in as Lord. You enter in as Savior, God. You, you enter in as the Prince of Peace, God. I thank you, Lord, that you're healing minds, Lord. That things that things that you keep replaying over and over in your head, be free from that today in the name of Jesus. Some circumstances or situations that are weighing heavy on your heart, be free from that today in the name of Jesus. can come up and pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this church. We thank you for the congregation. We thank you for the pastors. We pray that you touch them today, Lord. We pray that people are changed by you, Lord. We pray that the Lord sees how good you are, Lord, and stop turning their backs to you, Lord. We pray for revival, Lord. That people are no longer seeking worldly things and they just seek your love, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We pray that this church continues to grow, Lord, and that people are continue, continue to be changed by you, Lord. We thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for the blood you spilled, Lord to save us, Lord. We thank you for being our way to heaven, Lord. The only way, Lord. No other way. Only you. We thank you for your love, Lord. Thank you for everything that you've ever done for us, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, DeAndre. Everyone take a deep breath. Hold it in. If you let it out, take another deep breath. Come on, hold it. All right, now let it out. Jesus, we thank you, God, that this is a sanctuary for our souls, Lord. This is a, this is a, <laughs> it's a place of refreshment for our souls, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Isaac.
one day I wish to play as beautifully as you. <laughs> Turn to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. I want to I, I, I tell you guys about something amazing this morning. Someone say amazing. amazing. For those of for those of us who are not familiar with the Old Testament, um, not everyone had a free access to the presence of God. As a matter of fact, it was extremely difficult, extremely strict, to the point where if you weren't like right in line with what God commanded, you were dead. You like you would die trying to encounter God. As, as, as a matter of fact, as, as Moses is going through the wilderness and Moses is like, Lord, I, I just want to see you. I, I want to see. Show me your glory. And God's like, I cannot because you're going to die and we kind of have stuff to do here uh, with the Israelites. So, but I'll, 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 uh, let me help you. I'm going to hide you behind this rock and I'm just going to pass by you. And, 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 and that's, as, that's about as much as you'll be able to see. The, the presence of God is holy. Everyone say holy. There's, there's, this, um, there's this idea in the world of, like, why, why would such a loving father send someone to hell? Has anyone ever heard that before, right? Yeah. It, it's common. It was like, well, if God is so loving, then why did he send people to hell? Why did he just have everyone go into heaven? Uh, the love of God is synonymous with his holiness. The love of God is synonymous with his holiness. And here's what I mean by that. Um, why would anyone reject such a loving Savior? See, that's the question to ask. Why would anyone choose to stay in sin? Why would anyone choose to be separated from God for eternity? That's the question. Because God gave every single person a choice, a choice that we make every single day. Today we are making the choice. Listen to me, church. Today we are making the choice whether we want to spend eternity with God or eternity without God. Jesus, in, in, in the book of John, Jesus is speaking to Jews who are actually starting to believe Jesus. And so they're questioning Jesus like, well, we've never been in bondage and, 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 and we're, like, we came from Abraham. And, and Jesus is like, well, hold on. Like, let, me, let me make something clear. You guys judge me for the things that I'm doing, but I'm doing things led by the Spirit of God. Like, whatever I see God do, I do. Whatever I hear God say, that's what I say. He's like, but you guys, you are from your father, the devil. And you do his desires. You do his desires. And so we, as a good church, as a church who preaches truth, Preaches the truth not so that you can just know what to do, but believe it so that you do it. We have to tell you, listen, you're either all in or you're not in at all. And that's the truth, church. You're either all in or you're not. But, but let, me, let, let me tell you about the wonderful thing that Jesus did. So in the Old Testament, uh, they're, they're, the, only the high priests were, were able to really go into a place called the Holy of Holies. That was the pure, holy presence of God. And, and it was very difficult. It was very, very difficult for anyone to encounter that. And what Jesus did, um, according to the writer of Hebrews, he, here's what the writer of Hebrews says in that light, because that was Old Testament. Everyone say Old Testament. Old Testament. But because of Jesus' sacrifice, 
his death on the cross and his, uh, his, and his resurrection, this is what he made possible. Because when, when Adam and Eve sinned, they chose separation from God. When Adam and Eve sinned, when they disobeyed, they chose separation from God. In the same way, every single time that we disobey the Lord, we are choosing to separate ourselves from him. Jesus said this. He said, if you love me, you obey my commandments. Jesus measures your love by your obedience. Amen? So Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. In other words, because of the blood of Jesus, when we say, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, forgive me of my sins, you now have access to the presence of God. This is a, right now, as we live, it is a wonderful time to be alive. Because before Jesus, we weren't able to experience worship like we worship today. We weren't, we, weren't be, we weren't able to experience the presence of God. I thank God for a youth group. When I came here in 2011, so it was almost 13 years ago. Not exactly. I'm on, I'm on year 13. But in, in, in 2011, it was my second week in, at Sosa Youth. Um, obviously, I was not pastor of Sosa Youth. I was just an 18-year-old who thought he knew everything. It turned out I knew nothing. But it was my second week here, and I, I came to this church, I came to this youth group, and the holy presence of God changed my life. Now, when I look back, when I look at my life in that moment, I didn't think anything was wrong with me. I thought I had a great life. I had a loving family. I had good grades. I, I, I was on track to go to a UC college. In my head, I was like, I'm doing great. I don't need anything. I... I I, I, I'm happy where my life is and where it's going. And then I encountered the holy presence of God and my entire life changed. Amen. My entire life changed. And I recognized I don't care about any of that anymore. All I care about is being pleasing to my Father in heaven. I no longer want to have, <laughs> this sounds kind of harsh or sounds kind of wacky, but I don't want the devil to be my Father. I want my Father in heaven to be my Father. Amen. I, I want to do his will and not the will of the enemy. Listen to me. Some of us, we, 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 we don't know it, but when you look at your life and say, wow, I was walking in deception here. Oh, man, I was lying here. Oh, oh I, was, I went too far here, and it, it didn't do well. And that's because the, the, the devil, the liar, caused you to stray away from the Lord, to stray away from what you know is right. Amen? Paul says in Romans, our conscience bears witness that there is right and there is wrong. And that comes from the Lord. Amen? Amen. So I thank God that I came to a church that cared about the presence of God. I thank God that I came to a church where during worship I was able to encounter God in such a powerful way that I've literally never left this church for almost 13 years. That speaks a lot, and that should speak a lot. Because it's not like I came here and became like the youth pastor. Like, that's not what happened. I came here and I wanted nothing more than to learn who this God, that's how good he was. I, I, I tasted and I saw that the Lord is and was good. Amen? So the writer of Hebrews here, he says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness. In other words, you don't have to be afraid of the Lord. You don't have to be afraid of obeying. You don't have to be afraid of what he's going to say or what he's going to ask you to do. Amen. He's only going to ask you to do the right thing and the good thing. Amen. 
So therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us. See, Jesus, he, he made a new and a living way, which he consecrated for us. In other words, he set, he set apart a way for every single one of us. There are many ways in the Lord. In the Lord. There, there are many ways in the world that the world says. You can go this way, in this religion, you can go that way, but there's only one consecrated way. There's only one living way, and that is through Jesus. So by a new and living way, he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near. I'm going to say draw near. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let, verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Verse 24, we're going to keep going. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. And then verse 25, we've quoted it probably twice by now, maybe three times today. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. I'm going to say church. As is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. I thank God for this church. Amen. I thank God for my church family. Amen. I thank God for Pastor Drew and Pastor Tamara for having the courage to tell me that I'm acting a fool. I, I, see, this, this, our church is not here by accident. It, it was the Lord's will to have a church right here in Pico Rivera. And it, was, and, and it is the Lord's will for Pastor Drew and Tamar to be our senior pastors, and that is by design. When you, when, when, you read, when you read the letters from Paul to the churches, that is someone that is in position of authority ministering to the churches and, 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 and showing them things. In the first service, we looked at Galatians and how the, the, the Galatian church had received the gospel, but then they started to believe something different. And so Paul had a right the letter to the Galatians to say, hey, you're starting to believe wrong. Yes, it's, it, you might think it's a minor thing, circumcision, but no, it's a major thing. It's, it, it, it's a different gospel is what Paul says, amen? And so we need to be a people who believe right, amen? amen. But, here's what Jesus, but here's what Jesus did. Jesus made it so that we can have access, access to the presence of God. That in itself is amazing because in his presence, we talked about it earlier, in his presence is peace. In his presence is joy. In his presence is healing. And what's even more amazing is that, is that his presence isn't even restricted to church. Let's go to Matthew chapter, five, sorry, chapter 6, verse 5. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. See, I, one of the reasons why I love my church is because it connects me with Jesus. See, so one of the reasons why I love my church is because it connects me with Jesus. And that's what happened to me almost 13 years ago 
I came to this church, and the atmosphere, the worship, the culture connected me to Jesus in such a powerful way that completely changed my life. Amen? So Matthew chapter 6, verse 5, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corner of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Surely I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, in other words, remove distractions, remove, when you... When you spend time with prayer, remove the distractions. If, if you have a room, and if the only room you have to pray is the restroom, don't take your phone in there. Leave it out. Allow no room for distractions, amen? Yesterday when I was, um, yesterday when I was studying, I don't know why this, can, why this keeps happening to me, and the Lord keeps teaching me that, well, one, he is faithful, but I was studying and I was praying and I had part of the message, but I knew I didn't have the whole message. And I find myself when I'm in that position that I start to strive and I start to get frustrated. And instead of just waiting, instead of just worshiping, enjoying his presence, I'm like, Lord, what is it? Lord, what is it? Lord, what is it? Lord, what is it? I get anxious about it. And then I had to remind myself, okay, stop. Stop, be still, know that I'm Lord. Know that I'm God. And then, I, and, then, and then what I do is I don't make the message the point. I make his presence the point. Yes. In that moment, I'm like, Lord, you're going to tell me. Because you, you always tell me the message. You've never failed me once. Yeah. Right now, all I want is you, like, this, like the song we sang. I, I, I just want to know you. So I'm going to start reading the Bible. I'm going to start worshiping, not because I need something from you, but because I love you and because you've granted me access into the holiest place. That is the secret place when you can just be in your room and read the Bible and, and worship and pray, not because you need something from the Lord, but because you just want more of Him. Amen? Amen? When you have that perspective, it will keep you from, it, it will keep you from messing up. It, it, it will keep the Lord the point and not what you do the point. And that's what happens sometimes is that we get so caught up in what the Lord wants us to do that when you fall crazy, crazily, yeah. yeah, when you fall crazily in love with the Lord, it doesn't matter what he wants you to do. You just want to do it. Amen? Yeah. So verse 4, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. It is wonderful to encounter the Lord here at church. But let me say this. The Lord isn't satisfied with being with you today. He wants to be with you tomorrow as well. The, the Lord has a secret place for you. And you have a free access to it through the blood of Christ. Wow. You have a free access to that secret place. There's... A, Never mind. You, you guys have that access. The Lord himself, with his body and his blood, paid so that you can have relationship with your Father in heaven. Yeah. And not only that, but not only just have relationship with him, but in that relationship comes the peace, joy, and healing. He, he, with, 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 when you get Jesus, you get it all. Amen? Get it all. Yeah. Yes. 
It's about you when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. Lord, I just ask you right now that we would have a hunger and a thirst for the secret place. That we would have a hunger and a thirst for the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Listen to me, church. When you spend time in the secret place, the Lord will reward you openly. What does that look like? It, it, it still requires your obedience. It still requires your obedience. But when you spend... When, I, we need to lose ourselves in the secret place so that we, when we are walking in the street or walking into Wingstop, we can pour him out, not pour ourselves out. I gave this example earlier in, in the first service that I was at, um, I was at Wingstop getting wings for, um, for me and my wife, who's pregnant. Good job, honey. You did it. We were, um, and I got there, the order wasn't ready, and they're like, oh, you, you get a soda because, you know, combo. I was like, cool. So I go and got, um, actually, I didn't get you a soda. I got me a soda. It was my soda. I got a vanilla Coke. I like vanilla Coke. I don't drink soda, but vanilla Coke, not the point. So I, 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 I was pouring the soda, and I looked to my right, and a few tables down, there was a, one of the workers there was on his break eating his lunch. And he, and he, and I'm not saying this is bad or this is wrong. Um, just listen to me. Uh, but he had tattoos all over his face, and one of the tattoos on his face, right under his eye, was 666. And I looked at him, and then I kept pouring the soda, and I was like, wait, wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> in that moment, in that moment, and I, I talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago, in that moment, I don't have a choice, I have a responsibility. In that moment, I don't have a choice. It's like, oh, should I pray for him? Should I not pray for him? You know, Lord, show me a sign. I'm pretty sure his face was a sign already, right? <laughs> so I went up to him. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, Season. I'm like hey, like, how are you doing? He's like, hey. I was like, do you need to pray for anything today? And he like, looked at me. He looked at my shirt. I was wearing a Sozo U shirt. And, he, and then he looked at me. He's like, no, I'm good. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. And that was it. It doesn't have to be like this crazy, like, you know, like pull out my anointing oil and start, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that. And something that I encourage the first service in, I encourage, I um, mean, I want to encourage you guys is that, you know, because sometimes we can look at that and say, well, maybe you should have done this or maybe you should have done that. I, I would love to hear what you would have done with examples of how you've done it. Amen? Yeah? <laughs> We have to be led by the Spirit because, and sometimes the Lord will tell us to push and press. I, I, was, we were, I was out getting water, and, and I, walked, I walked into the water place, and um, I'm familiar with like, the guys that work there because um, I get their water all the time. And there was a new guy there, and he was really young. And I was like, hey, like, you just started working here. He's like, yeah, I've been working here for a month. Um, I started working here after I graduated high school. I was like, oh, cool. Like, what's your name? He's like, Daniel. I was like, nice to meet you, Daniel. And, and I just, I was just bold. I was like, let me pray for you. And I put my hand out. I'm like, hey, let me pray for you. And he's like, okay. And, he, and then he, you know, we, well, we didn't hold hands, but I held his hand. And I prayed for him. I forgot what I prayed, but, so the Lord will tell you when to push and when to just present. Does that make sense? And we have to be led by the Spirit when we do that. Now, let me tell you, for, for, for you to get over yourselves, here's the best way for you to get over yourselves, 
is to leave yourself in the secret place. Leave yourself in the secret place. When, when you spend time in the secret place, let those things that, that keep you from stepping out in faith, let those things that keep you from completely trusting in the Lord, let those things die in the secret place. His presence is holy. Amen? Amen. And any insecurities or any fears or any doubts or any... There, there was this... Um, years ago, there was this uh, nurse. I think it was an EMT. It was an EMT. And he has a great testimony of being in ambulance after ambulance after ambulance praying for people and then being healed. And so by the time they got to the hospital... I forgot his name. I'll look it up later. But by the time they got to the hospital, they were healed. But here's what happened. Here's what happened. And listen, and don't try to figure it out. That's not the point, okay? I'm telling this testimony for a reason. Here's what he said. He said, I prayed for people over a hundred times when I started, and nothing happened. He wasn't driven by results. He wasn't driven by answers to prayer. He was driven by, I love the Lord Jesus, therefore I will obey his commandments. Amen? Amen. Amen. His obedience to the Lord, him being pleasing to the Lord, was more important than looking like a fool before men. Back to Galatians, Paul says that. He says, "Am am am I trying to please men or am I trying to please the Lord here? I don't know how many of us would have the courage to pray and see nothing happen, but on the 101st time, see a miracle. And then the 102nd time, see a miracle after miracle. See, that's walking by faith, not by sight. See, there's a part of you, there's a part of you that needs to die. There is a cost. There's a, part, there's a part of you that needs to lay down to say, you know, I don't care what happens. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they do. I'm going to be pleasing to the Lord. Yeah. And listen to me. We have to have an eternal perspective. Everyone say eternal perspective. Eternal perspective. I, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, too. When we get to heaven, we're not going to be like, man, I wish I would have worked overtime more. Yeah. Right? When we get to heaven, we're not going to be like, oh, I wish I would have gotten better grades. When we get to heaven, we're not going to be like, oh, man, I, t- I, I wish I would have spent more time watching the TV shows. We're not going to say, oh, man, I, I wish I spent less time at church. We're definitely not going to say that. When we get to heaven, we're not going to say, man, I wish I prayed for less people. It might be the opposite. Even Paul, who recognizes, I can go to heaven right now and be pretty happy. I believe I've finished my race. I, I, I've, I, I'm, I'm finishing well. And I could just go to heaven and spend eternity with the Lord. But I think there's still some, there's still some things I have to do here. See, Paul didn't go to heaven saying, man, I wish I, I, wish I would have done more. No. He went to heaven knowing I did everything I could have done. I, I, I left nothing right. on the table. I, I gave everything. And I want that to be our testimony, amen? amen. That's what I, want. I want that to be our testimony. Amen. 
Oh, man. Time flies when you're having fun. Let's just read the Lord's Prayer together. And then I'll give it over to Pastor Drew. So he says, but, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Verse 8, therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have the things you have need of before you ask them. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I... I love this prayer because when you when you can't you can't pray this prayer I'll say it this way this prayer requires your action beyond this prayer See when you say Lord your will be done on earth as it is in heaven you're saying Lord your will be done through me Amen. as it is in heaven you're saying, give us this day our daily bread. God does not shove daily bread down our throat. We have to get it and seek him, amen? amen. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. I want you guys to do this tonight. Pray this prayer, but pray through it. As in when you say, our Father in heaven, take a moment to recognize, my Father who loves me is in heaven. And when you say, hallowed be, be thy name, recognize, Lord, you are holy. You are holy. Oh, let me finish the thought I started earlier. When people say, how can a loving Father, you know, send someone to hell? You have to recognize the holiness of God. See, God is a just God. And when he, when he says, hey, I'm offering you an eternity, an eternity with his presence, the opposite of that is an eternity without his presence. That's what it is. Now, what an eternity without his presence means is, is hell. It means suffering. Because it, it's, it's the complete opposite of everything that God wants for you. It's the complete opposite of everything that comes with his presence. And so for God to say, I, I'm offering you eternity, he's saying, the opposite is true. If you say no to this, you're saying forever without me. That, that doesn't speak of him not being fair. That speaks of how amazing his gift is. Right. That speaks of how holy and loving he is. That he, would, that, that he wouldn't put a cap on either side. He's like, no, it's, if, if you want all of me, you get all of me. But if you don't, you get none of me. Right. Amen? Amen? Let's pray, Father in heaven, I thank you, God, that tonight we would, we would seek you in the secret place, God. And the things that need to die would die in the secret place. And the things that need to come alive in us would come alive in that secret place, God. So that you would reward us openly, God, through prophecy, through words of knowledge, through, through the laying of hands on the sick and them recovering, Lord. Help us, Lord, that as we seek your face, Lord, 
in the secret place, that we would look more like you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, God has all these blessings for us. Uh, but, but all these blessings are captured through him. He's the blesser. Does that make sense? Moses says, I don't, I don't want to go to the promised land without you. I mean, what? What does that do? You know what? Oh yay! Let's let's go let's go let's go. One time, one time, uh, Carlos and I went. My wife was busy. My wife was busy, and and we were gonna go to the conference at, in Arizona, <clears throat> and and I thought, you know what? Uh, can I be honest with somebody? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my wife, if you go on a trip. Just relax, because sometimes we're going to go at 10, or sometimes 11, or sometimes at 12. It's okay, you know what I mean? And I just learned, it's like, because how many guys are like, you know, so I just learned, like, when we're going to go somewhere, just relax, because at some point, we'll get in the car, and we'll leave, you know what I mean? And whenever time that is, it's okay, because I used to get all tense about it, you know what I mean? And you know what? If we get there, I mean, no, you know, for for us, we're not going to get there on time because we're going to stop. You know what we're going to stop for? Snacks. Our road, our road to wherever we're going is filled with snacks. And in my mind, that was like, so my wife couldn't go to this trip. And down deep in my heart, I was like, Good. Sorry. I was like, good, because we're going to leave on time. Amen. We're going to get there like in less than, you know what, eight days. And it's going to be good. So Carlos and I get in the car. We're going. Do we leave on time? Absolutely. We leave on time. You know what? Do we get there in time? Absolutely. We get there in time. And uh, long story, but. We get back, and it is like the worst, one of the worst. Well, I had fun because, you know, how, how are you not going to have a good time with Carlos? But, but the truth is, it was so, here's what I described to Tamara. It was like the trip was in black and white. When I go with my wife, the trip is in color. Now, we might not get there on time, but what I learned is I learned I like stopping at the snacky stores. <laughs> and then I learned even leaving on time is really over, over, overrated. overrated. It's like, well, just go when you go. That's what God is. God is the blesser. Sometimes, and this is a, like a you know, bumper sticker kind of thing, you know, seek the blesser, not the blessings. But here's the reality. When we get the blesser, we get the blessings. And when you start to develop your relationship with God, you start to understand the, the best blessing is Him. 
Yeah, he is what? He is our exceedingly great, the exceedingly great reward. It's him. So, so in your, in your, you know, and, and you're doing that, what we talked about the first day of the week, you're here. But in the process, how many know it's good to not only start the race good, but end the race good? How many know it's good to start the race Sunday good? But how many know if you're flipped out by Saturday, That's not good. So let's start the race good. But let's recognize tomorrow, just spend time with God. Just hang out with God. You know what? Monday can be a worship day too, right? And then Tuesday and Wednesday. Father, we thank you for your word, that it's been so rich that we understand, you know what? You are the one. Help us to want to develop that more than anything else. In Jesus' name we pray.